Hello. Hello, Simon. Hello, Sam. How are you today? Uh, I'm well. I, I made it Good. back from my uh, government-approved exercise walk. Oh, did you really? All oh, right. Where whereabouts did you go? Not too far from home, I hope. No, no. I just walked up a hill and back oh, down yeah. again. Good. Good. That's that's the best order to do it in, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's not a hill. It's a it's a ditch, isn't it, if you walk down it and then back up it? It is, really, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you've got to be traditional in, in these times, really, haven't you? Um, I, I went out shopping to Waitrose, so, um, you know, that was... Uh, that yeah, I was... saw someone Someone said that uh, you looked like you were going to rob rob some gold or something. Brinks Matt, yeah, it's because I put a scarf in front of my face. Brinks Matt? I barely know him. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was a mate of uh, Bet Fred, I think. Brinks yeah. Matt. Yeah, they were they were brothers apparently at birth. So uh, until they changed their name by deed poll, they did. That's right. And they were you're getting all the catchphrases in now, aren't you? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> we've got that one. We've got the deed poll one down. Yeah, these are all the ones that are on our merchandise, aren't they? On our t-shirts. Yeah, coffee mugs, um, t-shirts, tunics, uh, tits, tunics, tits. Oh, that that's a fantastic T-shirt. I've I've designed where um in the yeah. in the in the area of the T-shirt where tits are traditionally found. Oh um, yeah, there there are just two um, an aerial shot of a Tunnock's tea cake, well, one for each tit. That's genius. That is, I mean, I, I I don't know even if Andy Warhol could have conceived of anything as brilliant as that. It's pretty good merch. It is, yeah, but of course it's it's because these are the catchphrases that everyone is saying nowadays because they're in our first two episodes. And if if you haven't ever listened to our first two episodes, you should do because you know they're just absolutely full of, of catchphrases. And uh, I can barely walk up and down a hill without some moron yelling, "Ashley Tisdale's at me!" or yeah. or Tunnock um, <laughs> <or, laughs> Tits. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot as well. In fact, I um, somebody shouted at, uh, at me the other day, "If Chuck gets in you, you'll walk like a duck." Did they really? Which, of course, is the legendary catchphrase from from episode two, I think. So uh, yeah, so yeah, so I mean, it's um, it, it's it's taking off, isn't it? I mean, you it's know, it's um, it's ex it's exponential, isn't it? I think it's doubling every three days the amount of listeners that we get. Currently. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, uh, something on the news. I can't remember what it was. It was definitely it was either about our uh, podcast or something else. But he said it was like Dublin every three days, but maybe the trend was tailing off or something. Oh, okay. I yeah, I've, I've heard something. It's like a sombrero. Um, yeah, you know, sort of low interest, and then suddenly a, a, an exponential peak. Um, yeah, I've got I've got an interesting. Um, Thing from uh, Callum from Leeds has emailed in. Oh, has he really? Yeah. What's he got and, to say for himself? Um, he said that uh-huh. we've inspired him to do his own podcast. Um, oh, really? And he's inspired by you. He's going oh, to get yeah. a condenser mic. Oh, wow. Like the, the one that I can't use because I'm doing this on the uh, iPhone. Yeah. And I said, condenser mic? I barely knew Mike. <laughs> and what did Callum say to that? He, he he's just uh, popped online now, actually. So he, Is might, he, really? he might tell me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we don't well, have. The, I was going to say we don't have that many uh, uh, listeners at the minute. I don't think I can see. I can see Cyclani is. Uh, oh no, that's me, isn't it? That's that's you. Oh, of course it's me. Yeah. So I joined. Kiss my shades, listening. All right. Well, a big shout out to Kiss My Shades. And uh, hope everything's fine where you are at the minute. Hope life's uh, treating you well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we hope we hope life's treating everybody well at the minute, really, don't we? I mean, that's yeah. that's the kind of love that we sort of uh, uh, give out on this show. And what a show we've we've got today, by all accounts. Yeah, it's an explorer special. We think that explorers are a sacred cow. Um, uh-huh. That they get more credit these days. I mean, all I hear is explorer this, explorer that. And um, I think, why do you need so much credit? Absolutely. Um, and we're just just in the about section, I can see we've got a Shackleton chat lined up. We oh, interview um, famous explorer Sinjin Precum, and and uh, Indiana Jones comes up a few times too. I bet he does. I bet he does. Is that an audio effect, or is that actually your cat? <laughs> That's actually my cat. Yeah. Wait. Let's see if I can. No, there isn't an audio effect of a cat. There is a crow, though. Oh, right. Oh, there he is. Ooh. That's so lifelike, isn't it? That actually was like you had a crow in the room with you. This sounds like um, utter bullshit, but Hitler had a pet crow. No, I don't believe that. On, honestly, I'll, I'll, um, I'll put a photo up in... Or I'll, I'll see if I can add the photo to the description... Um, uh, Hitler. There's a picture of Hitler with his pet crow standing on his shoulder, sort of like an old, old timey pirate. Oh yeah. Are you Fast sure that's Hitler? Um. Are you sure that's not Johnny Depp in um, Pirates of the Caribbean? It, oh, I don't know. It was a while ago that I saw it. Because they were both both very similar, weren't they? Because they they uh, they they both um, started in a franchise which was originally a Disney ride. Because you remember at uh, Euro Disney, or not Euro Disney, um, Disneyland Florida, they had that Nazi ride, didn't they? Did they really? Yeah, the one where you you started on it, you went up a a sort of a, a sort of a hill, and then you dropped down and and so annexed. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, so that was, and then and then there was all the other Nazi stuff. But you, yeah, so he got the idea from that, and that was just like you know, Pirates of the Caribbean used to be a, um, a ride as well. I think that was Hitler's favourite movie, wasn't it? What, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. I don't know about that. I think it was uh I think it was um Love Actually, actually. Was it? 
Yeah, I think that was his favourite one. Because if you've ever seen Love Actually, you know, by the end of it, you'll, uh, you know, you'll you'll want to have a, a Nuremberg trial or something like that. You know, yeah, to I'll, see if you... I've never read Mein Kampf. He's probably put it in there, like in his diary. It's quite funny because I have tried to read it. But it's such a struggle that I, I've never managed to go to actually read it. In fact, I've I've often wanted to write a, a book about my struggle to read yeah. Mein Kampf, um, yeah. and I'd call it my struggle, um, and it would be all about my attempts to read Mein Kampf. So um, that was a little little joke for people. Little German that, joke. Little German joke. Yeah, that's quite a niche joke, but um, but yeah. So there you go. So that that's all the niceties sort of done with what, what yeah. uh, sh- should we get into the meat of the burger now shall we we'll get in we'll get into the flesh of this sacred get cow. into the flesh yes um now i'm trying to remember if i did a jingle for the um interview or not turns out i haven't um so oh, what got... for the um for the for the interview with um the famous explorer sinjin all oh, right i've i've got a a sound that we could use okay yeah uh, it's the sound of him arriving by helicopter. So I don't know if that'll. Oh, I can hear it work. coming down. Can you? Yeah. So he's on his way now. It's quite he's, quiet, but he's he's on his way. It's an efficient helicopter. It is. Yeah. Here he comes. It's very small. It's getting bigger. It's getting closer now. I've heard that he, about. <laughs> yeah. So he's nearly here. And what's he looking like perspective-wise? Is he getting larger? He's getting larger. As he gets closer, he's getting larger. So, okay. I mean, that's that that's just a measure of the man, really. Here he is, nearly here. Good. Here he comes. Nearly there. And, and Anno stopped the helicopter, so he must have arrived. Okay, so, um, uh, do you, what, do you want me to get him to come out, studio? then? Are you, yeah, yeah, you just, get, just invite him in. Okay, uh, here he comes. Hello, <coughs> um, <coughs> I, I've just arrived, as you can see, and I've had a thoroughly awful helicopter ride. And <coughs> I just oh, no. want to assure you that even though I'm coughing, I I, I do not have the the pokey polar virus, um, because if it ever came anywhere near me, I'd beat it off with a fucking stick. You'd so, beat it off, would you? I would beat it off with a firing stick. So no pokey polar virus here or anything at all. I've, so, I've come uh, I've come all the way from Ulaanbaatar where I've been exploring all of Ulaanbaatar and I've now explored every single inch of it and I can tell you it's a fucking disgrace. Is it really? It is. It's a terrible oh. place. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go there even if... I had to go there, which I didn't have to go there, but I did, and it was fucking awful, so don't go there. It sounds Any- it, I shan't. Anyway, I should, I should introduce myself. My name is Sir Sinjin Precom. That's P-R-E-C-O-M-B-E, and that's rather ironic because I, I actually have an M-B-E. So if you ever see my name written down, it looks like Precom. Mm. Mm. Do you sounds- see? Sounds very ethnic, very yeah. worldly. Because it, of the MBE at the end of my name. Precumbumbe. Precum. Precumbumbe. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, that's what many of my closest friends call me. So, do you have any questions for me? I, I'm, I've, I've some preparation in my A4 pad, but anyway. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, do, do go on. What, what was the first place, Sinjin, that you ever explored? Taganyika. That was Taganyika. That was the first place I, <coughs> I ever explored. Taganyika. I was three years old. It was a present from my mother and uh, another adult. And basically they said to me, where would you like to go, Sinjin? I said, somewhere far away. And uh, Taganyika appeared to be the furthest away on the map. But I was only three and I, I had to crawl across the map and that was as far as I could get. Um, and mm. it was an extraordinary place, really quite extraordinary. Have you ever been to Taganyika before? I'm not familiar. Um, what, which continent is it on? It's on the African continent, generally, uh, usually, and it's it's a small country of of no more of no more than thirty thousand million people. Oh, and so, what what sites might you see there? So many sites. There are wow. mountains. There are rivers. There are uh, swamps. There are uh, plains, plateaus, um, tectonic plates, uh, oxbow lakes, many, 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 many oxbow lakes in Tanganyika. And I've explored... for the oxbow. Oh, yes, I've explored all of them. And, uh, and they are extraordinary, most extraordinary uh, oxbow lakes and uh, the best I've ever seen, really. M- more oxbowy than any other lakes I've ever seen. So, yes. Wow. Yes, uh, that Taganyika is is the place I would I I, 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 I remember the most. Wonderful! It it sounds it sounds enthralling. Do, it is. Do you have it, a fucking sorry? Go go ahead. I was just taking some San Pellegrino when you when you asked me the question, but yes, no, it's it's an amazing place. Anyway, do go on. Uh, do you have a favourite location that you enjoyed discovering? I I do indeed. Um, it's 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 a, a very unexplored area. Um, it's at the foot of Mount Popocatapetl. Um, it is it it is at the foot of Mount Popocatapetl. It is a uh, you'll find this place in a in a mangrove dell uh, at the foot of Mount Popocatapetl in a natural hollow which has been eked out by ice and wind and rain. Wow. And and if you go there, uh, there's uh, it's 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 almost uh, entirely obscured by undergrowth. And if you delve into the undergrowth and part it, there's a lovely little cafe there. Um, very lovely, uh, lots of cheese cheese scones, um, mm. brownies. Mm. Um, Who runs the cafe? I don't know. I don't know. But certainly somebody must do. Otherwise, it wouldn't function. But probably. That's the place that that I I have enjoyed the most of all and the what, favourite locations. I've, I've forgotten the the mountain. What was the mountain that it's by again? Mount Popocatapetl. Right. Mount Popocatapetl. Yes, it's on the South American continent subcontinent, and it's an extraordinary place. I I, I you know obviously when all of this pokey polar uh, nonsense is over, I I would definitely. Uh, encourage you to go and visit uh, Mount Popocatapetl. 
<laughs> Superb. Um, how does how does it how does it compare with Indiana Jones? Well, you see, not many people realise this, but I was indeed the model for Indiana Jones, the character. You were Indiana Jones, yes, because first of all, I have an enormous hat. Secondly, I have an enormous whip. And thirdly, I regularly crash planes into golf courses. So oh. of course, yes. So of course, I was seen as the as 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 the uh, you know the archetypal explorer type to be played by Harrison Ford, who of course uh, inherited his car business from his father, Model mm. T. And of course, that's that is of course uh, where I come in because of course they they asked me would I play Indiana Jones and I I was unable to as I was exploring a passage at the time mm. and I I didn't want to leave that passage and so in fact most of my life I would probably say has has been spent trying to find a passage of some kind. <laughs> To but, explore. Uh, to explore, yes, to, to, to get up. But generally speaking, uh, yes, Indiana Jones is me. Uh, uh, you know, the, the Crystal wow. Skull, the Temple of Doom. Hide, uh, hiding in a refrigerator. Yeah, the Goblet of Fire, the uh, Prisoner of Matalan, all of those, they were all uh, based on experiences. The Two I, Towers. I the, the Two Towers, the Two Rings, fellowship. the... The uh, uh, Infinity War, you know, with Argos, with his with his glove covered in uh, uh, Haribos or whatever it was, that was all wow. me. Yes. That was an artifact that you may have found. An artifact, yes. If oh, if you would, an artifact, yes. Uh, uh, an object. I would. Da. I would. Yes, you would. An objet d'art, a thing of beauty, um, you know, a high status pottery, uh, geophys, all of that malarkey. Yeah, Generally, well, that, yes. we're getting into archaeology um, territory mm. now, and that's another episode for another day. Um, yes, of course. Is is there anything left for an explorer now that we can adventure using Google Earths? Well, of course, you see, nowadays, uh, in, in the days of the lockdown, of course, with the pokey polar virus, <laughs> there is, of course, ample opportunity for exploring from one's chair. Um, and I regularly... Uh, especially in the evenings, uh, sit in my chair and explore. Um, and when I finish doing that, I then get my phone out and look at Google Maps. And of course, one can go, one can go anywhere uh, with with Google Maps. One can go to Mount Popocatapetl, to Tanganyika, to Ulaanbaatar. Uh, to Bulldog, anywhere. One can go anywhere with Google Maps nowadays. One doesn't even need to leave one's bath uh, or sedan chair or chaise long. Wow. Well, it's or, true, though. Yes, of true. course. Or hammock. Or, or if, if one is in, in one's part of one's garden, in one's hammock, one does not need to leave one's hammock in order to go exploring. And I, I wonder... Um... If your browser of choice is Internet Explorer. Oh, no, it's actually Chrome. But I see the humor in that. Yes, of course. I, it is. It is the uh, the browser of choice it's... For, for the um, uh, for the discerning explorer. 
Uh, I have a friend who's an opera singer and and his browser of choice is naturally um, Firefox. Firefox. Yes. <laughs> and, and of course, but yes, but yes, that's the, uh, that, that's basically the long and the short of it. Wow. Well, um, I'm going to leave you with this <clears throat> final question. I've been told you've got an amusing anecdote about a, um, oh, what does it say here? A six birth tent and a Land Rover. Could you fill me in with this? I'm afraid I couldn't possibly uh, fill you in on that, I'm afraid. But Sir Ranulph Fiennes did manage eventually to track down the cream, which was, of course, impossible in Afghanistan in those days because there were mm. no chemists. But he was able to find the cream. And, oh, OK. Uh, and, of course, the, 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 uh, the, the tent was removed eventually, though, of course, it was completely useless. No, uh, yeah, no, and, I've um, and is now in the V&A, apparently. So, uh, really? um, yes, it is. So, uh, but I couldn't possibly tell you the, the details, as, as many of them are protected under the Official Secrets Act. I and, think some uh, things are best left to the imagination. And some of them are just fucking rank. I mean, I, yes. you know, Ranulph Fiennes is a, is a fucking shower, to be perfectly honest. I mean, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's just one great walking, you know, fuck up to be perfectly honest mm. um but you but know we were all thinking it well i i, I you know I, they call it explorer <laughs> envy you see and and i you ah. know, and, and and we all like to sort of meet up and like you know as it were wave our dicks around you know and uh, you know to show who's been the furthest um <laughs> and uh, i i mean that literally not metaphorically because of course we were all at uh, you know at uh, private school mm. and um, yeah. and of course this was this was of course um a daily occurrence you know half of the course well that's right and and of course you know custard creams had a whole new meaning uh in 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 my private school <laughs> so of course you know and uh, yes that's right so uh, and as for bourbon biscuits well i i won't even go there <laughs> please but, don't um, no i won't but anyway so so that's that's pretty much uh that's pretty much me really well I thank you for your time. Um, I, I think my want... helicopter is uh, ready to go again. Okay. Oh, here I it think goes. Can hear it. Yeah, here, here it's, it coming, it's coming now. Oh. Here it goes. Bye, Goodbye. Oh, lovely to talk to you, Sam. It's been Likewise. absolutely fascinating. Likewise. Okay. Likewise. Right, hold it a sec. There we go. Ah, it's a bit louder now. There we go. There there we we go. Are. Bye. See ya. Bye, St. Bye. There we go. Well, that was Simon. fascinating, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was really interesting. Yeah. I liked I've, all I've the, never heard. the place names. Yeah, he, he's obviously been to some amazing places, hasn't he? I mean, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's a walking uh, encyclopedia of, uh, of stories and facts and things, isn't he? So, yeah, that cafe sounded alluring. Um, it did, didn't I, it? Yeah. I touched upon Indiana Jones. Um, did you I, really? Well, oh, right. I, I read about a, that in the papers. I think, yeah, yeah, it was, it was scandalous. Um, it was. I've, I've got a feature um, oh, to do oh, with yeah. Indiana Jones, and I've made a jingle for that feature. Oh, brilliant! Let's hear it then. So, should we start things off? Um... India, 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 India. 
And uh, as you know, if you're a returning listener, that um, that one-off jingle um, shows that it's now time for my um, facts about Indiana Jones. It certainly is. Um, I'll, I'll just <clears throat> go down to my facts about Indiana Jones. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know that Indiana Jones's theme, you know, the da-da-da-da. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's not called the Indiana Jones theme. Is it not? It's called the Raiders March. Good God! And it was performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. And um, is it really? <laughs> yeah, the very same. And um, three minutes mm. of music from the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, has, has never been released on a soundtrack. The only place you can listen to it is at those certain points in the movie. Wow. Yeah, so all the, you know, all those um, audio <coughs> files are, are not happy because yeah. they're missing out on three minutes. You know when you know when life couldn't get any more strange, then something like that comes along, and you just mm-hmm. you realise how small you are, don't you? You just realise how insignificant you are, and that you know every day is a new day of wonder. So it it certainly puts things into perspective when it, it when does, you just think it? someone had the opportunity to put yeah. those three minutes. To press yeah. that those three minutes onto vinyl, and and they they just they looked at that chance. And I thought, you know what, another day, mm. but not today. Um, well, that's the end, the endless unfolding majesty of the universe, mm, mm. writ large, and, isn't it? And it takes Indiana Jones to to really bring it home, to hammer it home. Well, it, if if anyone's going to hammer it home, it's Indy, isn't it? So, well, as the old saying goes, um, if anyone's going to hammer it home, it's Indy. Um, that that could go on a t-shirt, couldn't it? Yeah, it could go on one of the t-shirts. We'll see. Did you know that they recorded the uh, soundtrack to Raiders of the Lost Ark at, uh, at Abbey Road? Did they really? Oh, that's where um, uh, the Beatles recorded, wasn't it, Abbey Road? Yeah, I can't remember which album they did there, though. Oh, one of the one of the long ones or um, something. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, they. Uh, the symphony orchestra recorded it at, um, at Abbey Road. In fact, Spielberg um, Spielberg mm. was asked if Jerry Williams was the best percussionist in the whole world, um, right. and he responded by saying that uh, Jerry Williams wasn't even the best percussionist in the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe? Yeah, that's that's definitely. I've I've never heard anyone use that expression before, but uh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that that should go on a t-shirt too. Yeah, it's quite long. Maybe, maybe I, an XL t-shirt. I've noticed that we we have somebody called Elfie Seven Seven Seven, and yeah. Chili Jelly, whose name I I, I recognise again. Yeah. All, all it requires is for Elfie Seven 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 or Chili Jelly to actually repeat something that we've said, as a as a message, and we will definitely put that on a t-shirt. Because that'll then be that really will then be a catchphrase, won't it? Yeah, if, if if one if people say it outside the podcast, if our legion of fan um, actually, yeah. yeah, if they say it outside the podcast, then it becomes a catchphrase. Then we will put it on a t-shirt. Then they can buy it. So, um, like, so, um, yeah. what's his the, the guy that did the potato song, um, Little Britain man, Matt Lucas, yeah. He's done that hot potato song, and he shows people how to um, how to wash their hands. How to wash their hands, yeah, with a hot potato or something. Yeah, I think the heat kills the bacteria or something. I found it very entertaining. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm, yeah, I've got I'm, it as a ringtone. I'm still endlessly entertained by it. I like. A, I've got one more fact about Indiana. Oh yeah. Um, there's apparently there's a TV show called Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Um, oh yeah. I'd never heard of it. Apparently, it's uh, it's directed by Vic Armstrong, who um, right. who directed the hit film um, Left Behind. Oh yeah. Which starring? Oh, you're going to tell me, aren't you? Ashley Tisdale. And oh, guess really? who plays her father in the film? Um, Charles Manson. No. No? Go on, one more go, one more go. Um, uh, Professor Karl Heinz Zabowski of the Institute of uh, Biomechanics in uh, uh, Zurich. No, no, oh, right. it's Nicolas no, Cage. Oh, is it? Ah, Nicolas Cage, wow. And to bring it back to Explorers, he was the protagonist yeah. of National Treasure, which is another kind of explorey kind of film. So we've gone from Jones to Tisdale to Cage and back into Explorers. It is a small world, isn't it? It is a, it is a very small world, isn't it? And it makes and it, it much easier for the Explorers. And of course, yeah, and Cage and Tisdale. Yeah. That's, that's a really funny joke. The small world makes it better for the... Sorry, I just I, I yeah. went over that, but I I'm just going to pause for a second. Let's just return to that so that the listeners can have a laugh. That should be yeah. enough time. That was that was very good, yeah. Um, Cajun Tisdale, of course. Uh, you know, um, I thought I, you were saying Cajun, like like the <laughs> um, like the spice blend, or like is it an American? Well, area? Ashley Tisdale, yeah. Many have said that Ashley Tisdale is is quite spicy in that respect. Enough but, I mean, Cajun heritage. Bit of Cajun heritage, yeah. I mean, she does come from the deep south. Um, yes. And uh, as, as as we can tell from high school musicals one, two, and, and three, and four, and five. So, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed none of our listeners has actually uh, messaged anything that we've said just yet. So No, all it would, all it would take is for, like, yeah. Do- Doogie Land or, or Sally C or Kiss My Shades mm. to... To post one of our catchphrases on there, and then it would be official, and we could make the T-shirts. Just literally, one any any of the words that we've said. It could it could be a a preposition. It could be a definite yeah. article. It doesn't really matter. Just just anything. We want to Tan- put it on a T-shirt. Tanganyika would be quite a good one. I think that would be quite a good one. Oh, was the the place that um, Sinjin Prekumbumbe visited when he was um, Th- that's he was the three. one, yeah. We're almost kind of goading our listeners to say something. We're like daring them to, aren't we? Yeah, I, but I think I, we've scared them. I dare you. I double dare you to actually type something in. You know what? I bet our listeners are so drunk or stupid that they couldn't even couldn't even type one of our catchphrases into that please input your message box. Ah, you've used psychology there, haven't you? I have. Yeah. It hasn't worked, though. Um now I've got I've got two features now. Um, okay, we could you can choose from. Do you want to do um, Do you want to do Shackleton's dogs or blankety blank the door of the explorer edition? Blankety blank with the doily explorer edition. Okay. Um, yeah, do that one. Right, I'll just play the jingle then. Good. That's majestic. 
Yeah, well, it's uh, it shows the start of a blankety blank Dora the Explorer edition, and uh, the mm. format of this kind of quiz we could call it. Um, yeah, I've looked up some of my favourite Dora the Explorer episode names. Oh and, yeah, um, I've cunningly removed one word from mm. those episode names, and what you have to do is try and guess, f- fill in the blank. Yeah, it's a really original idea. I oh, can I like give it. you clues if you yeah. if you want. Okay, should we kick things off then? I'm up for it, definitely. All right. Number one, Dora and the Blank Sleepy Bear. That's Dora and the Blank Sleepy Bear. Dora and the Dead Sleepy Bear. No, I'll give you two more tries. You can okay. You can ask for a hint, a handy hint, if you want. Okay, let me have a go with it. So Dora the something Sleepy Bear. Dora and the Blank Sleepy Bear. Horny. Dora and the bear. horny sleepy bear. You, is that your final answer? Uh, no, I've got one more guess. Now give us a hint. Okay, um, the hint on this one says mm. it was an episode from season eight. And that's the hint, is it? Yeah. Dora and the season eight sleepy bear. No, it was Dora oh, well. yeah. and the very sleepy bear. Oh, no. Oh, I should have should have gone for that modifier, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, at least I've got into the swing of it now, so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go that's fine. Yeah. Go right, on number then. two. Uh-huh. Super Spies 2, the blanking machine. And that's from Dora the Explorer. It is from one of the episodes of Dora the Explorer. Don't look it up, though. Don't spoil the fun. No. All right, Super Spies to the something ing machine. Yes. Well, I mean, it, there's an obvious answer, and that um, is wanking machine. That was obvious. Not... <laughs> yeah, well, it was to me anyway. Um, so it's, but it's. Are you, are you Have telling you been me watching the lighthouse? Like... I was going to say that. Yeah, I thought that was. Are we going to segue into the lighthouse there? But. Uh, but no, so it that so let me just confirm that's not the correct answer. It's not super spies to the wanking machine. Okay. Sadly. <laughs> so I get another clue then. Do you want do you want the clue? Give us the hint then, yeah. Okay, the the hint from this one is Super Spies 2, the blanking machine, was an episode from season four. Right. Uh the the <laughs> Uh, Super Spies 2 The Exploring Machine It was a good guess But it's not the one What is it then? Um, it was Super Spies 2 The Swiping Machine Oh Swiper No Swiping Oh yeah. man Oh man oh, I know all about Dora the Explorer I Yeah I, I always I think that we should try that approach with real thieves Just say Thieves stop thieving and then they go oh nuts and they can't steal anymore <laughs> yeah good and they return that, your yeah. backpack i very much i oh backpack yeah i love the film i saw i've seen the film about three times now what the live action one yeah it's brilliant i really liked it yeah i've, I've not seen that one i i'm a purist i don't like the movie adaption i, I prefer the series it's very knowing it's very funny very knowing oh um, jokes for the parents jokes for the kids Oh, absolutely, yeah. But there's no wanking machine in it, so... No, no. 
<laughs> unless unless it was in like a post credit sequence and I didn't see that bit. So yeah, who's no, it directed okay. by? Uh, I don't know. Is it Jean Luc Godard? I think. Oh right. Yeah. Um, you, door number usually. three. Yeah, number three, then please. <laughs> You've number, laughed already. Number, it's because the real answer is better than anything we, we will ever come up with. Oh, okay. Um, number three. Yeah. Nanny Blank comes home. Nanny Blank comes home. Uh, okay. Uh, Nanny rarely comes home. Oh my gosh, no. Um, no? Okay. No, not, Nanny rarely comes home. Uh, all right, I Nanny. Think I think it's her name. Nanny, um, like Nanny McPhee. Nanny, uh, give us a hint then. Um, the hint for this one, Nanny Blank Comes Home, mm-hmm. uh, was one of the episodes in season six of Dora the Explorer. Ah, you've narrowed you've got it to down think season it. six. I have, haven't I? Yeah, I've got to think season six. Yeah, and how different it is the, the nanny character from season six? Nanny, nanny. Uh, I don't know. Nanny chainsaw. Nanny chainsaw comes home. Is that the right answer? It's good, but it's not the one. What is the right answer there? Nanny Winky comes home. <laughs> that is the one with the wanking machine in it. Isn't it? Yeah, that was the uh, that was the one where they explored the wanking machine. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Can so you... nanny, <laughs> it's a bit when she looks at the screen and says, "Can you say onanism?" <laughs> I remember that bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I I've not seen any of those episodes, but I am I I am aware of of of, of most of her work, of most of Dora's work. Yeah, I like um I I actually have a backpack that I take to the shops now. I don't have a map in it or like a wanking machine, but I um I use it for my shopping, oh, so yeah. that I don't have to touch the bags and the and the baskets that other people might have touched because oh, they might God, have been yeah. using a wanking machine and didn't. Did you know that's the number one way for this uh, foreign bug to be transmitted? What, the Pokepolar virus? The Pokepolar. Yeah. Uh, what, by wanking? Uh, I, I th- no, I was going to say the baskets. Well, the, you, well, you touch the baskets and then you get it, do you? Yeah, I think like there was a basket market in, in um, China or something and someone picked up this basket or they were eating them or something, and it? Yeah. Yeah, is Sad. that really what eating baskets? No, that, but it's uh, on a serious note, I just implore the listeners: please don't touch baskets. Like, avoid the touching of baskets because you think all those other hands mm. have held that. Mm. I use I, I use rubber gloves today. I went to Waitrose with uh, rubber gloves that I bought in uh, Lidl. They were kind of work gloves, so they were kind of rubber, but not like washing up gloves. <sighs> What would the um, what would the Waitrose Massive have to say if they found that you were bringing in um, little little product? Well, I had a Tesco's bag as well, so I mean, Jesus you know, I know, but I did I did drop a ton in there, so um, I think they were quite pleased that I turned up. Oh, I've yeah. got a, I've got a friend um, who was very happy with Waitrose because there oh, was yeah. a uh, 
there was a protruding uh, bolt on one of the um, pillars in their car park. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, well, he, he was wearing a very expensive uh, barber jacket, and it yeah. tore on this protruding bolt, and he went in and complained, and yeah. um, they paid for a new jacket for him. That's uh, that's very good of them. I, I have to say, if I went in Waitrose and I got snagged on a protruding bolt, I'd, I'd kick mm. up a fuss. Uh, as I think a lot of people would do, especially as you're supposed to be six foot away from everyone. You know, if somebody yeah. gets, if you get got with a protruding bolt, then you know you know somebody's been closer than six foot. Yeah, you see that I mean, joke. I, I wonder what that joke <laughs> basically works on the idea that protruding bolt sounds a bit like a penis, doesn't it? So yeah, so there's yeah. um there's entendres. There there are. Um, but it's it's it is quite tenuous, and I don't know whether it stands up. To be honest, I don't know. I mean, I protruding bolt. Sort of. It depends. <laughs> but, I mean, if I if I if there was a protruding bolt, I would yeah. I would um to to stay uh, six feet away to yeah. get rid of it. I would shoot. I would shoot it. I would shoot my bolt. <laughs> Do you realise that that more more people have literally joined this podcast? Oh shit. In the time we've been doing this material, more people have joined. God, they're loving it. Um, I know it's it's doubling rough, roughly every three minutes. So uh, the trend is definitely should, going upwards, isn't it? Should we capitalise on it and um, by do doing my, the, the other thing, the next thing, the Shackleton item? Yeah, definitely. Now, for those of you that uh, don't know, Ernest Shackleton was some kind of explorer. Didn't bother researching him properly. Um, no. He he went to one of the poles. There was a ship. Um, they struggled a lot. Don't know if they made it. Don't know if they got the um, got the Ark, Ark of the Covenant. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, here's the Shackleton. Oh, where have I done? What have I called it? Oh, Ernest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the Ernest Shackleton dog quiz. That's um, the best jingle ever. You like that one? Yeah, we should just release all of your jingles on like one big a album. compilation tape. Yeah, we great. Should, a thousand we, and one great jingles. And um, and we can release it on dat. Dat tape. On, on, on dat what? Does the T in dat stand for tape? Yeah, digital audio tape, I think. All right, so dat tape. It's like when people say pin number. It's it's sort of part of part of the letters. Oh yeah, that's uh, is that t- a tautology? I think it is. Yeah, like AT- ATM is a, a uh, an ATM yeah, machine. Yeah, teller machine. <clears throat> yeah, and mm. koi carp because koi is the Japanese word for carp. So a koi carp is a carp carp. The carpiest carp to carp. Of all, <laughs> do, do, do the segment, do the Shackleton dogs thing. Oh right? yeah, I forgot about. It. Well, um, yeah, I'll start off the uh, this segment, this portion by yeah. saying that Ernest Shackleton, yeah, um, made sure that every person had a dog on his boat. Of and, course uh, he did. Can you guess how many dogs there were on his boat? Yeah, 
Is this the the entire segment? Is me? No, no, guess? no, no. This All is right. the preamble. All right. Um, seven and a half thousand. Nope. It's nope. a naughty number. A naughty number. Fifty four. It's not nope. sixty nine. Is it sixty nine? He had sixty nine dogs. Uh, funnily enough, uh, uh, one of our listeners, Easterly Witch, uh, actually literally phoned in with the answer just before I said it. So, uh, oh well, yeah. um, you win a smile. Ah, that's there very we good. Yeah, I obviously don't know my naughty numbers that well, so uh, no. there you go. Fifty-four, though, eh? it's up there with the naughtiest. It is, isn't it? Yeah, fifty-four. I mean, if you have a fifty-four, I mean, I, I went, I went down. Um, a few weeks ago down the, the Chinese food restaurant and I ordered a number 54 and these oh, yeah. youngsters behind me had a good old giggle at that when I asked for a 54 off the off the fella at the till. Oh uh, yeah. Was it Filth the cream? Was it soup? Um, no, it was black bean vegetables. It's 54B. All right, it wasn't the cream of some young boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an old one, that is. That is an old one. No. I, I, I haven't made that one up. That is an old one, but anyway. Oh. There you go. Well, I've not heard that one. It was enjoyable. It's a good one, isn't it? You can have that one. Yeah, I'll use that one. Yeah. And it, the actual feature... Um, go on, then. Oh, God's have, sake. What have I done? Oh, yeah, you, right. So, <laughs> sorry, Shack- I malfunctioned briefly. That's right. That's okay. <laughs> Shackleton's dogs. Shackleton's dogs. So, three yeah. of these are true. Two of yeah. them are false. Three of them are absolutely legitimate. These are yeah. the names that Shackleton gave to these dogs. Two of them I've made up. It's right. kind of like a reworking of my Scottish Tales um, segment okay. a few episodes ago. So, yeah. Dog name number one. Yeah. The survey. So True I have or to, false. I have to decide: is that an actual real name for a dog that Shackleton gave? Yeah, is this is this a name that Shackleton gave to one of the dogs? The survey, and our listeners can join in too. They can they can send yeah. the message box. True yeah, or false. we've got Andriana, and we've got Bryn and Doogie Land and Chili, Chili Jelly and Elfie. Yeah, they can all call so, in and say, "I'm going to go with false." Let's see what everybody else says. Yeah, let's see. Let's just ruminate on that silently yeah. for sort of five or six seconds. Well, I was going to say, we we could wait for maybe ten minutes before somebody says something. So, yeah. Um, generally, I, I think... Oh, Chili Jelly says, oh, at, at work or I'd call in. Uh, uh, as an answer to the question, true or false, that I can see what they've done there. Um uh, but equally, I can't see what they've done there. So yeah. I'm going to go with false. I'm going to go with false. The answer was false. How I came up with the name The Survey. Oh. Um, the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> so I have to decide, did Ernest Shackleton name one of the dogs Bummer? Yes. Um, well... I mean, I think it is it is clear that research suggests that animals can um, can uh, you know uh, can can be gay too. Mm. 
but I don't think that in 19... I don't, I don't see the link. Why, why is calling a dog bummer got anything to do with... Well, I'm just trying to think that, you know, it is a, a pejorative term for a, a male homosexual. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. And I'm sorry, and I never course, even considered that. All right. That was the first thing I thought of. But, uh, um, but I still don't think that in 1910, uh, Ernest Shackleton would be so homophobic and, and uh, inappropriate as the name of dog bummer so i'm gonna go with false oh wait, 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 we've got um bloody hell we've got a message here i'm not sure if it's true or false but i've heard a rumor that ernest shackleton's greatest discovery was the secret to ashley tisdale's career he did. He did. He discovered it buried beneath the permafrost in uh, in the uh, uh, in the North Pole. Uh, the North the South Pole. Pole. One of the poles. One, one of the, the poles. poles. Yeah, and it was deeply buried and uh, almost uh, 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 entirely obscured by um, by rock and uh, debris. Um, but yeah, that that is actually true. Kiss my shades. You are. A hundred percent correct there, but did uh, they actually? Did they ever find the West Pole? The West Pole. The West Pole is in Somerset, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, it's near Shepton Mallet. Um, just just down from Shepton Mallet, in between Shepton Mallet and Dinder. Um, if you go on the bus from Shepton to Wells, you oh. go. Uh, sometimes it goes via Dinder, and that's where the 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 West Pole is. Mm. It's about six foot tall. It's in a field. What colour? Uh, green, I think. Actually, I think from the moss a... or or in paint? I don't know. From from the uh, from just uh, just because that's like light they... reflecting off of it. Well, they love apples in Somerset, you see. So they obviously looked at it and thought, "Oh, we'll paint it green, just you know, so that it blends in." Um, but that's where the Western Pole is. Oh, okay. Well, there's a fact for our listeners. Um, going back yeah. to the feature. You, are you not going to ask me where the Eastern Pole oh. is? No, we'll save that for another episode. We've got the, we've got them hooked now. Okay, all right. We'll save that for episode four. Um, then. I, I will reveal everything. Now, Ernest Shackleton actually called one of the dogs Bummer. Good God. That's true. That is just... Uh, he's gone right down in my estimation now. Yeah. Yeah. What a I, prick. What a fucker, hey? Oh. But there you go. I mean... What, what what can we what can we say what can we say next one yeah um slippery neck slippery neck yeah um well i i, I don't know would a dog have a slippery neck what would you have done to a dog to give it a slippery neck no it's it's on it it's on a boat on the way to one of the poles north south east or west slippery neck you see, I, I mean, I, I can understand, you know, some kind of lube being applied to a dog. Mm-hmm. But whether it would go on the neck, I don't, I don't know whether that's necessarily true. Now, I, can, I can add that um, collar sizes were much smaller back in them days. Ah, yeah. So in order to get the collar on, they would have lubed up the neck. Mm-hmm. In order, in order to to be able to do that, so I'm going to go with true. Then I I do think there is a a Shackleton dog called uh, uh, Slippery Neck. Yep, you're absolutely right. Um, ah, Slippery Neck was one of Shackleton's dogs. You're clawing it back. I am, aren't I? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I can see the summit. Um, 
Number four, this is second to last one, don't worry. Okay, that's no, um, okay. One of Shackleton's dogs yeah. was affectionately named mm. Cluciferous. Cluciferous. Yeah, not ah. cruciferous, like the, the vegetable, but like clues that you might find. I don't know what you Cruciferous. That's, yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of, you know, spot, bouncer, whiskey. Rover. Cluciferous, you know, they, they're, all, they're, they're all those kind of classic dog names, aren't they? Yeah. But, I mean, you, you'd really fuck up a dog calling it Cluciferous, wouldn't you? I mean, imagine, imagine how long it would take to call it. Imagine trying to get it to come in at night. Cluciferous, Cluciferous. Clusy, you could call it Clusy. Well, if you called it Clusy, then yeah, I love Clusy. But I mean, I'm going to go. I do, yeah. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with no. That's that's bullshit. That's that's not. True. Yeah, that one was bollocks. Yeah. Um, and the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Satan. Satan. Would Ernest Shackleton have named his dog Satan? Now, what was the name of the cat in um, Cinderella? Wasn't that called Satan? I don't know. I didn't know remember. there was a cat in Cinderella. Yeah, you remember in the in the Disney cartoon, um, the the evil stepmother had a or the stepsisters had a cat. Wasn't it called Satan, or or um, Lucifer or something? It was called L- Lucifer. Lucifer. Cl- Lucifer. Or it was called Lord of the Flies or something. Because that's where... I can't um, help you on that one. I can't remember. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty certain. So if, if there's a precedent, a historical precedent, then I'm going to say, yeah, he did have a dog called Satan. Because if, if, the, if the stepmother in Cinderella can have a cat called Satan, then he, he sure as hell can have a dog called Satan. So <laughs> I'm going to go with true. Yeah, it was true. Ah, the biggest clue was I said three of them were true. And we'd only had two true up to that point. I see. I, I just, I, I, I was lost in the wonder of it. In the so Disney I, logic. I, I didn't even get, yeah, I didn't even get that far with thinking of it. So, but yeah, thanks for entertaining me thinking of, of the answer. That was, uh, yeah, that kind of worked for me. Yeah. So a good feature. Should we bring that one back? Because he had 69 dogs. <laughs> we could, we could do so and we've done nine. five dogs. Yeah. So five into 70, that's, uh, What's that? Twenty? No, twenty. It's about eighteen, seventeen, eighteen more goes at that. Yeah. 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 I've got the whole list. That could be a T-shirt, couldn't it? Shackleton's dogs. True yeah, just a list of all the names. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'll go with Tunnock's tits, and uh, if Chuck gets in you, you'll walk like you'll a walk duck. You'll walk like a duck. And uh, not even the best drummer in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a wonderful format. Well, thanks um, to everyone else for playing along with us. Thanks to Kiss My Shades and GGGG's now joined three times in a row. Yeah, it makes so that cool. good. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if you, if you like something, join up three times. So I can yeah. understand that. Um, Callum from Leeds has just messaged in. He's listening. Oh, yeah. Um, he said that um, he's got plenty of gherkins left on the shelves. Uh, which mm. is just what he needs in these hard times. Um, I've got three jars, mate. I stocked up before it all turned to madness. Oh, with the pokey polar virus. Yeah, God. Yeah. It's oh, just it's... like, 
It's just around the corner, isn't it? Every time you say something, you just immediately think of it, don't you? It's just always there, waiting. It is always there. It's like... Uh, it's like, like a predatory fish. Death and taxes and Ashley Tisdale. It's just kind of always there, isn't it? <laughs> it's just inevitable that it will come up in conversation at some point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you were going to ask me how I got on uh, at the Silver Castle yesterday. Yeah, yeah, with the um, with the Whisperers. Yeah, are you ready then? Oh, okay. Wait a minute, let me... Um, I've got a jingle me... for this. There's no jingle? I, I've got a jingle. Oh, you've got one? Wonderful. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. That's quite a good jingle, isn't it? So, uh, right, here we go. So, if you remember yesterday, I was explaining that I had to go and meet the Lord High Protector at the Silver Castle because I stole a mermaid's clutch purse from the Far Realms. Well, it turned out that it was just a mistake. It was a clerical error. It was actually one of the crankies that had stolen the clutch purse and it was a case of mistaken identity. Although which one of the crankies I was mistaken for, they wouldn't say. But anyway, that's the end of my story and I hope you all enjoyed it. There you go. The crankies. Yeah, it would turn out to be the crankies all along. So all that which was one, it like I don't a, know. Yeah, probably like some kind of data protection thing. Yeah, I mean, it was just a clerical error. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I went there in good faith and they, they apologised profusely. Yeah. So, um, Doogie Land you... says that was great. I, I don't know if he was referring specifically to me talk, talking about the Far Realms. But, or uh, just the crankies. Well, it could have been, it could have been anything. But Oh, no, Doogie Land says, yes, it, it was specifically the, the, uh, the bit I've just done. So that's, thank you very much. Oh, oh, no, no, they said the Crankies. The Doogie Land likes the Crankies. We all love the Crankies, don't we? I mean, We do, with their do hats we? and their height. Absolutely, yeah. My my favourite one was the little one. Yeah. Because uh, the other one was like the straight man, wasn't it? And the little one did all the jokes. Mm. Well, didn't they turn out to be tremendous perverts? They were doggers, weren't they, I think? Yeah. I think they were they uh, they were it was either that or swingers it was one of the two um, yeah. that's like a kind of a Venn diagram isn't it really so yeah of just like a circle so uh, so yeah <laughs> but, um, I don't know that uh, I I think potentially we need to say allegedly um, because I think it, it it was never proven. And oh, okay. I, yeah, we don't want to defame anyone. And I and I honestly don't think that uh, we're in a position just yet to be able to afford litigation. So no. Uh, so, so I think I I think it's unsubstantiated, really. That they so, for instance, if I said around, yeah, if I said something like know, Jimmy Cranky got caught with a wanking machine whilst watching Dora the Explorer, um, what well, Jimmy Cranky's wanking allegedly. machine? Yeah. Cranky wanking machine. <laughs> the, cr- the cranky wanking machine. That they could patent that, couldn't they? They could they actually could... market it as the cranky wanking <laughs> machine. Yeah. Doogie Land's put with sixty nine dogs. <laughs> oh, oh, that's clever because that's taking elements of the show already and putting them together. That's yeah. what we like, don't we? We like it when people do that. Shackleton sixty nine dogs, legendary. Absolutely. If we could just get Ashley Tisdale in there at some point, then uh, 
She wasn't even the best singer in Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that those 69 dogs, one of yeah. which was called Bummer, um, yeah. <laughs> wasn't even the best Bummer in, in Shackleton's ship? <laughs> I'd heard that rumour. Because it, it, like, it sounds like a drummer. Oh, Roy Eagles commented coronavirus. coronavirus. Ah, we've been saying pokey polar virus, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I think that's because uh, Sasinjan Precum MBE called it that, because, I mean, he obviously doesn't know the correct term for it. No, he's a bit old-fashioned. Of course, the correct term is COVID-19, actually, because yeah. it's uh, it's coronavirus, C-O-V-I, D-19. Yeah. I don't know what the D stands for, deadly or dastardly. Date. Date. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dog. <laughs> Deeply disturbing. But, uh, yeah. With the magnitude um, of 19. Corona is actually the uh, the Latin word for crown. Mm. Because the virus looks like a crown. And that's the reason why it's called a coronavirus. Nothing to do with the lager. No. Uh, although or, people have been leaving it on the shelves. They have, haven't they? What, the virus or the lager? Oh, I don't touch the shelves. <laughs> I don't touch the lager either. No. But, uh... No, I mean, I thought it was very amusing because when um, oh, when Boris was better and he was having his Cobra meetings, I had oh, Cobra, Cobra Lager. Cobra, clever. Cobra about the coronavirus. Yeah, that would have been a brilliant ad campaign. Um, talking of that, I have got one, one more little item. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called uh, Make Your Own Face Mask. Um, Excellent. I, I haven't got a jingle for it. I'll just play the tale of the magic land again. Uh, there you go. Um, so, yeah, so make your own face mask. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, I've got th- three really great ways that you can make your own face mask. Um, mm-hmm. I, I went to Waitrose today with a scarf around my face. Uh, and and my hoodie hood up, and I looked like I was about to um, throw a Molotov cocktail at uh, some riot police. Um, yeah. But but anyway, I've got three different ways of uh, making a face mask, okay? So, I don't know if anyone wants to get any paper to write this down. So, uh, what, all I've got is yeah. my thank you note from the ProBreeze company for buying one of their air purifiers. Will that do? Yeah, that'll do. And anything like that will do. Um, I've got some post-its, obviously. I always have post-its. That's another catchphrase. Post-its. I'll get me post-its. Yeah, another catchphrase. Yeah, Simon and his post-its, yeah. Godless Heathens has just joined. That's good. Um, They're just in time to hear me explain how to make your own face masks. Lovely. Uh, So so what you do, number one, uh, take a duvet. Okay, so mm-hmm. any kind of old duvet, you know, you go into your airing cupboard, you're in your loft or whatever. Just just take a duvet, just like a, you know, like a double duvet or a single duvet. And then what you want to do is you want to make holes in the four corners uh, of the duvet. Yeah. Just, you know, um, about an inch, a couple of centimetres wide holes in the, in, in the four corners of the duvet. Then what you need, mm-hmm. something like a rope um, or chain or something like that, um, because that will form the the the, uh, the the kind of loops, the two loops you need on either end of the duvet. Yep. Um, and then you just 
tight barge is. Uh, I've just thought, actually, because the duvet's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, quite ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't really think that one through, did I? Oh. But, I mean, the thing is, you, you know, better safe than sorry. The thought was uh, there. If you have an entire duvet around your head, you Perhaps ain't if get you it. have a duvet-sized family, you could cover them with it. <laughs> I just didn't think that one through, did I? Let's oh. let's see if we get any 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 better luck with the second one. So my second idea, uh, everyone has them around their house. Uh, what coffee ideas? Mugs. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Just lying about on the floor. Anyway, uh, a coffee mug, you know, a coffee mug or a tea mug, um, preferably a quite a big one, not like a little a little mug, but yeah, like a, a sports mug. direct one. Basic, yeah, that's right. Basically, one that will fit over your nose and mouth, okay. And then what what you do is you take the coffee mug, put it over your nose and mouth, and then mm. you're going to need something like uh, no more nails or Evo stick or epoxy resin, and then just glue that mug to your face over your nose and mouth and then not only have you got you know because obviously porcelain uh, is is almost impossible to to get for anything a virus through. to penetrate yeah yeah um, but the other thing of course it's going to be permanently on your face so for the entire six eight weeks of the lockdown whenever you go shopping um, you can yeah I, the only problem is you won't actually be able to eat any food for six to eight weeks or breathe air <laughs> or breathe air but you're not going to get uh, the coronavirus, so yep. that that is that has got to be good advice. Uh, and then my final um, uh, idea in the uh, make your own face mask segment um, yep. is basically to pay somebody to put their hand over your nose and mouth. All right. Now we know that a lot of people are being made redundant. A lot of people yeah, are, yeah. are losing their jobs. So there are a lot of people out there who would only be too happy that if you bung them like a tenner, you know, every time you went shopping, if you felt like you were going to sneeze or cough, they would they literally could. just they just literally put their hand in front of your nose or mouth, and then you wouldn't have to do it yourself, and yeah. you'd have your hands free for shopping as well. And uh, obviously, you've 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 got somebody uh, a job. They're earning money, uh, and then obviously, you know, they they can feel good about yourself. themselves. Yeah, they're, they're protect- work. Yeah, that's right. So you know, um, so yeah. So there's my three pieces of advice for making your own face mask. And we need to get out, don't we, for this uh, segment? So yeah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. There, there we go. go. Informative, helpful, and heartfelt. Thank you very much. Thank you, and and hope hopefully, you know, uh, the people that we got listening at the minute will uh, listen to what I've just said and mm-hmm. and make their own decision about whether they want to go out and do those three things. Well, um, I want to take this opportunity to wish them all well. Yeah, um, absolutely, definitely. I want them to heed our advice. If you do uh-huh. have change in a duvet, make the yeah. most of that. Um, save the whole family by creating a communal face mask. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, and I, I, I think we've all enjoyed exploring the various segments of this uh, uh, episode of The Sacred Cow. Yeah. Hitler's um, Crow, 69 uh, Dogs, the Dora's Wank Machine. <laughs> They're all going to be on T-shirts eventually, every oh, single thing we've said. Because- I'm going to have people up the hill. I'll be walking on my hill, and there's yeah. going to be people going, 
Dora's wank machine. <laughs> Waving their wank banners at me. <laughs> See, I get I get that a lot anyway, even before we did this episode. I really a lot of people used to shout Dora's wanking machine to me. Time um, travellers. Well, that's it. You see, it's it's obviously gone kind of timey wimey, hasn't it? And uh, you know, I mean, there we are. I believe going to have a Doctor Who themed uh, episode. Um, oh, we have to. Uh, pretty soon, I think so, because I'm a I'm a massive Whovian, as you as you well know, a massive Whovian. Is that what they call them? The fan base call themselves. That's what we call ourselves. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hoovians and so rather uh, than like a see, I'm, I I um, I self-identify as a Tisdite, one of one of the followers of Ashley Tisdale. Oh, you're a Tisdalian, are you? I'm a Tisdite. You're a Tisdite. No, we're yeah. all with the Tisdalians. I'm a Tisdalian. You're a splitter, aren't you? You're a Tisdite. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm one of. I'm one of the uh, the devout Tisdalians. Uh, I I follow the the religion of the. Um, of the duck walk and yeah, uh, in the yeah. homeland of Tisrael. That's right, yeah. And uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> yes, all, all of those things you just said. That's <laughs> that's me, yeah. Well, so uh, should we um bombshell? <laughs> should we play some music and um and say goodbye to the listener? I think, yeah, let's say goodbye to each one of them by name, yeah, because we've had so many joining in today. So there's obviously Alfie777, Chili Jelly, Doogie Land, Bryn Redbeard, Adriana Leodoro, Easterly Witch, Chili Jelly, Kiss My Shades, Gugga Gugga Gugga, Danny Popper. Yeah, I miss Danny Popper. Roy Eagle three times. Godless Heathens. Um, bummer. <laughs> there's nobody called Bummer. What, there's a dog. dog. Oh, Literally yeah. a dog is, yeah. Doogie Land says bye bye and thank you. So we'll say bye bye and thank you to Doogie Land. And uh, that sounds like the, the outro. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, um, it's, a, it's a piece of. Um, oh dear, it's, it's a piece of royalty free music. That's lucky. And it's called um, The Outro. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. It's been lovely talking to you again, and uh, we'll see you very soon. That's lovely. That's lovely music. Oh. Oh, Agnes has just joined. You're too late, Agnes. Listen to it when it gets uploaded. We could just do the whole show again for Agnes, couldn't we? I haven't got time. I've got I've got a hill to walk up and then walk down. Yeah, I've got I've got, I've got some um, I've got some mini eggs to eat. So, all right, what quail's eggs? No, they're just chocolate mini chocolate eggs. Oh, I've been sitting on them for the last hour, so. Oh, they're the ones with like the hard outer shell, and then when you sit on them, when you crack them open, it's like liquid chocolate. I meant metaphorically sitting on them for an hour, but oh, but no, no, uh, I've not done that either. But actually, now you come to mention it, that does sound like a a good way of dealing with it. So uh... yeah. So because this is the outro, do we not need to do like credits? You like you have been listening to the Sacred oh, Cow yeah. Three. 
Yeah, say that. Oh. Okay, shall I do it in a in a voice, in a in like that kind of voice? Yeah, like a, a voice is a good way of communicating. Okay. You have been listening to the Sacred Cow Three. It was written and performed by Sam Harriet and Simon Cockle, and was recorded in uh, 2020. This has been a production of Podbean and the Iron Bridge. If you would like more information about some of the things that you have heard today, why not contact us at Podbean, where you will be able to speak to us. If you have been affected by any of the issues you have heard about today, then you can ring this number 077993-3937654, where a receptionist will be available to speak to you about any issues you have had. This has been a Podbean production. Copyright 2020. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, say that. Okay. I, 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 can't, I can't remember what I just said. All right, well, let, let's just say I said it then. Yeah, okay. Three, two, one, stop. <laughs>